Well, it's brand new music for you right here on Pacific Street Blues. That from the new album from Hector Anshando. It's an album entitled Let Loose Those Chains. And we did hear the title and opening track, Let Loose Those Chains. And with me in the studio today is Hector. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. It's good to have you back. It's like the fourth or fifth time. Yeah, it feels great to be back. <laughs> Literally as well as figuratively. You're yes. back. 
Yes. In fact, brand new record. Mm -hmm. And so when does the album come out? It comes the September 17th. Okay, yes, so in a couple of days. Yes. Okay, and, and so when it's available, then is it going to be in like Homer's and the other record stores? or? Yeah, it'll be in record stores and online on okay. all the digital platforms. Okay, and, and what makes this one a little bit different is it's on a national label, Viztone. So you have national distribution, national radio, and that's got to feel good. It does feel really good. It's it's uh, it's nice to know that, and well, to have the team of Viztone working together and getting this out is a really great feeling. And then, so when I get an album, there's usually like a one sheet, and it'll have a picture of the artist. Are they touting the fact that you won the uh, International Blues Challenge in yeah. solo and duo? Yes, uh, okay. they they are, and okay. so. Th that's kind of cool to help you know to get that out there more and and uh you know it's gonna open doors help. for you man yeah you know i yeah. would hope yeah and it has been already even though there hasn't been as many doors available in the past you know year and a half or so of COVID, yeah yeah so it's still they're opening are they uh because of the covid so you had a like a huge opportunity and then covid kind of came in and wiped it out yeah, and, and so are they? They're working with you to try to recover that. And yeah, well, uh, the festivals that had to cancel. Everybody's been really cool and caring and kind. Uh, they just moved it over to the next year. Okay, and and some of the festivals that didn't happen this year again. Um, they sh again they shuffled shuffled okay. everybody over to so they're working with you. Yes. Yeah. So there's opportunity. Good. 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 So the the title of the album, Let Loose Those Chains, what's that about? Tell me about the title and the song. Let Loose Those Chains, it's, well, the song came to me in a dream, and so it w this was a unique experience for me. I didn't even know it was possible, uh, but the, the the melody is what woke me up initially, um, and, then, and then the lyrics were there, and everything was there, and I wrote it down. And and was able to play it as soon as I grabbed my guitar, yeah. and um, it was a really cool experience that I got to share with my wife because I'm like, you know, babe, check this out, and I played it for the first time, you know, and heard it for the first time in that in that way um, with her together, and so I had this one was it was really interesting for me because I had to think about what it like you know why did this song find me and come to me and thought a lot about what it meant to me and you know and musically um i have you know my uh myself i've i've put a lot of restrictions on myself because um for various reasons um you know, with n afraid, sometimes in some some instances, I was afraid to go outside the blues in in some ways, okay. and there's lots of holding back, and so let loose those chains for me is, um, in that in one way, just letting go and just letting my my full personality and imagination out in the music. So so the in the blues field, having been playing records in the for 30 some years there's a uh, strong size of the audience a, a lar uh, 
quite a few of the audience want to define what blues is and what blues isn't and they're kind of like uh, mean-spirited about it sometimes so you're saying <clears throat> if I heard you correctly is, is you're conscientious of that you're trying to stay within that blues yeah yeah and and also I I try to keep everybody in mind because you know I want I want you know I, I write stuff that I that I'll enjoy but I also keep everybody in mind because I want I want as many people to enjoy yeah. it you know as possible well that's what at this stage that's what you're doing is try to gather your audience but mm -hmm. well I do notice the uh, you know what comes to mind is Bob Marley one of the things about Mar Bob Marley is he transcended reggae music to become Bob Marley and and yeah you know so the great artists seem to have to redefine the entire genre to some degree so and and don't, don't you find I mean you're out on the road what how Two hundred uh, nights a year, probably. Yeah, probably something like that. And and what the blues was twenty five years ago is no longer what the blues is today. I mean, it's evolved so much. I mean, there's artists today. I listen to the records, and there's no sort of twelve bar blues in there, but they're you know marketed under the blues. Yeah, and I I think that's really cool. I think like that uh the all the subgenres that are coming out. It's so it's blues rock or blues funk or yeah. folk blues or you know w which i i just think it makes it more fun and more interesting and more creative more definitely creative more, for sure you know, fewer boundaries now now i had to and we kind of talked a little bit about this but i have to think in in today's world with the dynamic of race and ethnicity and things uh that's playing a role here a little bit do, do you see that in your life you know you're hispanic american fella and and how has the change in the market and the change of society and your struggle to and particularly the last 24 months have been a bit of a struggle how, how does that all come together is that represented by the title as well it is and and there's you know there's been times where I was um, you know nervous in some situations oh, Especially, you know, as things got heated, I and, and a lot of times I feel like I've been really lucky in that regard. But there had been times in the past year, two years, where I even start I started getting hate messages. Wow. Um, uh, folks telling me to go back where I came from. You're kidding me. No. Like, um, okay, I'll go back to Missouri then. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was born in Omaha and, and raised and grew up in Missouri. And so that was really bizarre to me. I mean, I've heard, I've had stuff said to me before and everything, but, you know, I never, you know, tracked down online, you know. Well, so let me ask you this. So you're, you're as American as I am. I mean, born in Omaha. I wasn't. I wasn't even born in Omaha. So you're more Omaha than I am. But, but how do you, um, how do you reconcile that kind of response from knuckleheads? I mean, uh, it's got to hurt. It it does. Um, I, I try not to take it to heart because I think, you know, it, I I just think to myself, well, I'm like, well, if they met me and they knew me. Um, and I think, and that goes with everybody, any yeah, uh, anybody, um, that they would they would have a much different idea, you know. That I think they just, I just think if they, yeah, if they just met more people and had a more what? 
worldly view, they'd you know it'd be better. Because I was having a conversation with a local philanthropist, Susie Buffett, one time, and and she made this astonishingly insightful comment. Uh, it, it it made me pause and think about it, and it still uh, sticks with me. Which is, it's very hard to hate somebody you know. Yeah. And, and you're like, and to exactly to That's your profound. point. It, yeah, it's like, wow, you're right. <laughs> you know, so. Well, I do notice uh, you've got this uh, new record, and so it's out on the Viztone label, which is national distribution, uh, national yeah. radio, and you're working with a well-known uh, radio promoter, Amy Bratt. So the career seems to be in the upward, you know, things seem to be seem like they're going to be going pretty well here. Yeah, I'm, I feel really lucky um, to to be in the, the position that I am and to be able to work with a label. And, you know, this is the, you know, by far the most uh, professional uh, release that I've had as far as like the process goes. Um, and so that's, a, that's an exciting feeling, you know, to have, you know, the radio campaign and the distribution and, and uh, you know, and all the, even the pre-sale setup is is really cool it's, it's it's been a really great experience working with this town so so this new record it's called uh let loose those chains and again the uh, release date is tuesday september 17th it's a uh, friday september 17th friday okay okay so uh and people can i assume on your facebook page then they'll have a you'll have a link and they can well you've already been promoting that the yep. pre-sale yep the pre-sale links out there okay. and or you could find it at hectorblues.com okay and then uh, does amy have you out doing a lot of radio interviews as well yeah they're starting to they're starting to happen good so good that's good. Awesome. exciting well, you've got uh, this track here. Uh, I'm going to Missouri, and and when we were talking about it before, I said, "Well, that's where your mom lives." Mm -hmm. You know, so so tell tell me about this song. Uh, this song. Uh, so I I grew up in Missouri, and um, you know, so I mean, I guess it makes sense that my fondest childhood memories are in Missouri since I grew up there. But I I just I think about that about the area that I grew up in. And and uh, I'm I feel fortunate to have grown up there, out in the country, yeah. and that whole upbringing. And there wasn't so since it was you know rural America and way out in the sticks, there wasn't you know you couldn't there wasn't there wasn't as much to do like like in a city. Right. So one of the the things that everybody or most people did down there was, was go to the river, and and that. You know, it sounds a little country, but you know, we all, we all, everybody went down to the river, and you would go, and you, you know, and you know, there wasn't cell phones back then, or at least not the way it is today. But you knew people were going to be down there that you knew, and you would just right. run into, and that was that was an exciting thing too. It's like let's go, let's head down there and see who we see, you know, and and then by the end of the day and evening, you're hanging out with people you didn't initially you didn't set plans with you yeah. know and so that, that i i like that you know I, and i and i was fond of that growing up and it's just beautiful down there it's gorgeous on the the current river you know it's clear water and there's fed by you know the freshwater springs just okay. coming right out of the side of the mountains um so i just i just love it down there and that's what this song's about you know it just talks about 
you know, sometimes when I get to a certain point in my life, sometimes I need to go back there and uh, rewrite myself. So kind of metaphorically uh, baptism, you know, going home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's hear it. From the brand new record from Hector Anchando, it's an album entitled Let Loose Those Chains. That's available on Friday, September 19th. 17th. 17th. All right. So it's on <laughs> Friday, though. Yep. But uh, this is the track here. It's called I'm Going to Missouri. Missouri for a while I'm gonna Missouri for a while I'm gonna Missouri for a while I'm gonna Missouri for a while 
Music there from the brand new record from Hector Anchando. It's an album called Let Loose Those Chains. It's available on Friday, September 17th. And we just heard the track there called Candy Shop. And I'm going to throw you a curveball because that's obviously on a dobro. Yeah, uh, well, this this version's not on a dobro, okay. but I, I have uh, this, I've recorded this one before. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, but y- looking at the. Uh, introductory show that you did for blues in the market or in the market for the blues down in the basement of was it t henry's mm-hmm. d'henry yep um that was kind of an acoustic set so is this whole album focused more on acoustic it is okay and i wanted to do an acoustic album for uh, quite a few years now and it was 
it you know after winning the international blues challenge in the solo category it just felt like it was the perfect time to do that yeah yeah and so um like candy shop and and a few of the others on the record i wanted to uh do them with in the with the acoustic touch so you've got a, a couple of shows coming up this week. You've got a show on Thursday down at the Jewel inside the Marriott at 10th and Capitol. And then on the 19th, uh, you're with Albert Cummins from Massachusetts out at the uh, Dam Bar. Are you going to be playing with a band, or is this you going to do the acoustic show? Um, at the Jewel, I'll be doing the stripped-down acoustic. Okay. Um, but with the band, too. Because on the album, it's drums, bass, and guitar. Okay. But acoustic guitar. And then... At the Dan Bar, I'll be playing solo. Okay. So I'll be doing my one band, one man band. The one up. man band thing, like mm-hmm. you did. Okay. And and I gotta ask you this is uh, so when COVID started, you were kind of doing the guitar lessons. And if you remember, I'm like, yeah, I'll take some lessons. Yeah. Uh, where'd you get those chops, man? Uh, just working in over the years and doing a lot of listening. Yeah. And practice. I practice every day. Um. And still, still to this day, I still am seeking out things that I don't know and understand, and trying to, you know, understand and further my depth as a, a musician. Um, but just, just lots and lots of practice. So you had a band in the '90s on Shondo? Yeah, it was. Well, the, it was. It was like in the. I did have a band in the '90s, but on Chondo started in the early 2000s. Okay. Okay. What was the band in the '90s? Um, it was different band names, band names in high school. And okay. Yeah. Right. So where'd you, you, did you go to high school here in Omaha? I, I went to high school in Salem, Missouri. Okay. Okay. And so, um, musically though, so here's where I'm going with this is, uh, Anshando was kind of a ska sort of punkish song. Yeah. Something? It was like a hybrid of, um, many genres, like a little bit of ska, kind of a, kind of a punk attitude at times. Uh, some reggae, some Latin grooves. But you're kind of in this seeped blues sound now. So tell me, uh, as you've learned to be a better guitar player, what's the lineage of the guitar players that have influenced you over time? Who do who are you looking at today? Uh, well, yeah, it, start, it started out with Jimi Hendrix, and then good good start. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and uh, then Santana, and then I went into um, Stevie Ray Vaughan really got into him, and still, I mean, I still love all these players. And from there, um, Clapton, and then I, I, I got into guitar players. Uh, I really loved uh, over the years. I the, when I was in the Anchando years, uh, Bradley Knowles guitar playing. He was, now, who's was really melodic. Uh, it was Sublime. Okay, okay. I really uh, liked his, his the way his his melody and his playing and then i got into all different kinds of guitar players uh like uh um jimmy herring from widespread panic um trey anastasio from fish uh he was before i got into him before jimmy herring and then you know and just different players like uh guthrie govin um and uh um Holdsworth you know just kind of kind of all over the place but you know I just love all the different textures and 
styles of the, the, so these different have players you have. Explored like the Jeff Beck yet, or yeah, totally. Okay, okay. Jeff Beck is amazing and very like his imagination uh, through his music is incredible. Okay, then do you like learn to play their songs so you can emulate their solos, and is that how you learn about those players? Most of the time, I I've never really. I've rarely ever learned a, I don't well, maybe not even ever learned a solo note for note. Okay. I, I just listen to them, and then, so so I'll just get when I get into an artist, I'll, I'll listen, like I'll listen to them constantly, okay. for, for, uh, for a while, and, and until I find you know something else that sparks my interest, and then I'll listen to them Move constantly. Move on to the next one. So but I'll just kind of soak soak it up that way, and then. And I'll listen for ideas okay. that they're, you know, cool, cool and unique ideas, and and those those things will just kind of surf, find their way to the surface through so my playing. So let me ask you. So I'm nowhere near the guitar player you are, but but what I've noticed is as I practice and learn more and more, I can when I hear something, I can see it on the neck, and that's where I'll go to start to try to figure out. Now, how are they doing that? Is can how do you do you see it? Or do you just kind of know intuitively from the sound where I, to go? I do see it on the neck, and but a lot of times I'm focused on the feel that it's creating, or the mm-hmm. the attitude that it's creating, um, the color that it, you know, that's being shaped, um, and I'll just try to, or the vibe, you know, yeah, there's yeah. Some ways to put it. Uh, I'll just try to capture that essence, okay, in in a way that I'll play so that I can try to channel that essence later it's kind of gathering mist sort of thing totally okay well with me in the studio today is hector on shondo he has a brand new record out it's called uh, let loose those chains we've heard a couple of songs on it already and it comes out on friday uh, this friday september 17th but there's two shows there's one thursday night at the jewel inside the Marriott hotel at 10th and capitol and then at the dam bar just north of the um Gallup University or Gallup campus that with Albert Cummins and so um, one thing is interesting is uh, you had indicated on the recording process that you did part of the recording in Chicago and another part of the recording in Florida so how did that how did you yeah that was that was a, a unique experience for me and so I was down in Florida for the winter um, in hopes that I could, you know, get more gigs. Since it, you know, I was thinking, well, it's gonna still be nice out down there. You yeah. can be outside, and so I did. I did. You know, when I was gigging down there, I got to a point where I'm like, okay, I have to get this. I have to get this album moving, and talk to some new friends I'd made down there, and they introduced me to this uh, this guy Jim. Um, and I apologize, I can't remember Jim's last name, but it's on the album there, Jim Mobile Studios, Jim Hancock. And so he came and set up the, the house we were, this, this gal, Rebecca, she, we, we parked our RV on her property and we're able, we were able to plug in. And so she let us set up in her living room in her house. And so I recorded the vocals and the guitar in Bradenton, Florida. Um, and then I sent the music up to a great friend of mine, Joe Corley, who plays, goes on, does some of the touring with us. Uh, and 
he has a studio, Half Pint Studios, in Crystal Lake near Chicago, and um, Pint Size Studios. I'm sorry, Pint Size Studios, and uh, he had Cayman Winfield come out there and came into the drums okay. to it, and then Joe did the bass guitar to it. Okay, and and so I, it seems to me that if the band's off the road for an extended period of time, you kind of lose your chops a little bit. Do, do did you does the album? How did how did you compensate for that? Oh, and it was that it was the opposite for me. Okay. Um, it was that was one of the the highlights besides getting all that time with my family. Yeah, one of the highlights for me was I really got to. I really got to practice my guitar. I was practicing like I was 16 years old again yeah. and discovering new concepts and and I had some really really beautiful moments where things just everything just clicked and it had that you know those mind explosions. Um so I had these great moments. So I got I became a much better player. Okay. Throughout. So you got revitalized. You were yeah. enthusiastic. Oh, good, good. So we've got one more song. It's called Just Forget It. And uh, we kind of were talking about how uh, this is kind of a, a frustration. So can you tell us about this song? Because you've had, uh, as we talked about, a, a hell of a year. And not in a good way. Yeah, it's it's been a really tough year, year and a half. Um, and this song... Uh, this this song is you know it's just forget it uh, so it's it's about needing somebody to talk to but not having someone to listen and and some you know sometimes and it's it's I'm writing writing this song from my perspective but it I think it applies to others out there you know because you you know you've heard people say you know like why didn't they just reach out and talk to somebody and yeah. and which is you know true you know somebody should reach out and talk but it's not always that easy um sometimes talking to somebody is really difficult um uh, because sometimes getting yourself to open up and talk about it's challenging but also there's times where you know the the person you try to reach out to and speak to doesn't always want to listen or doesn't always or you know make mm -hmm. it uncomfortable and change the subject yeah, yeah. and so that that's happened to me before and that that is tough when things like that happen well, but that's the that's what this song's based around well let's go through it a little bit uh, you win the international blues challenge first place for solo duo best in the world you have a health problem then you're well no the house floods the house flooded in in june okay so you win in february yeah. in june so COVID breaks out in March. Yeah. In June, the house floods. You move your wife and your two children into an RV and go to Florida. And then you get lung issues. Yeah. Blood clots. Mm-hmm. And, and your wife has similar issues. Yeah. And, and so you're broke. You're in Florida with nobody you know. Mm -hmm. You won this massive prize. And... and it's got to be hard. Yeah, it, it really, in every way, it felt like being at, one moment being on the top and one moment being completely on the bottom um, is what it felt like. Uh, but I, 
I did I stayed positive as far as my career I stayed really positive about it because you know I've been I've been doing this for a really long time you know about 25 years now and I just thought I just had this this thought and it made me feel a lot better I'm like well I've been down in the trenches this long like a, yeah. l- a few more years we'll be okay or to uh, quote uh, Jim Morrison, I've been got down so goddamn long, down looks like up to me. <laughs> you know? Love it. <laughs> it's a good lyric. So this song comes from that experience, though. Yeah, well, the song, it, it actually, the song, uh, I wrote that, I have a cool story about this song. Um, it just fits so perfectly with the past year and a half. And but a quick little side story about this song, I wrote part of it, a long time ago maybe six or seven years ago and I forgot about it and um, thankfully I had a recording a, a little demo I made and somehow the demo ended up on my friend uh, who who's, I've played music with in the past and still do Carl Brown it ended up on his laptop and his sister heard the song and so years later she messages messages me and asks me about if I was if I ever play that song live, or if I'm ever gonna record it, and I had no idea what she was talking about. I'm like, I don't think you're talking about my song, and she's like, it's definitely you singing, and it's it. I'm pretty sure it's your song. Yeah. So she, f- I had no memory, and so she sent it. She emailed it to me, and. I could I was like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about this one, and but it was shortly thereafter. Um, I only wrote just a part of that song because I just I couldn't think or feel of where to take it next, and then all of a sudden the how you know, the stars aligned with the song yeah. and 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 wrote the rest of the song and was able to complete the whole idea. You've, you've kind of got this metaphysical record here i mean one song comes to you in a dream another song is from your own it's the younger you talking Mm -hmm. to the older you and you're like yeah right on yeah and and it's it's kind of like this uh, supernatural process it is it's yeah it's been a really it's been a ride you know with this uh, getting to the point to get this album out and there's been really interesting things like like you were just saying like the song coming to me in a dream and this losing this song and it finding its way back to me uh it's been you know it's there's some it's been wild and a great experience well the album comes out on friday it's out on the Viztone recording label it's hector on shondo and the let loose those chains now there's a show on Thursday, uh, the 16th, down at the Jewel, inside the Marriott Hotel at 10th and Capitol. And then Hector plays as a solo artist on the 19th at the Dam Bar, down on the river, uh, just north of uh, Gallup University. And he'll be appearing with a uh, uh, Massachusetts guitar player. There we go, Albert Cummings for you. So uh, with that in mind, you've had a rough year. Do you want to like give a shout-out or say anything? Yeah, I want to give the the biggest thank you and the biggest uh, air hug to uh, the uh, the Blue Society of Omaha and the whole uh, music community in Omaha and beyond that have helped keep uh, my family and I afloat and we there's no way we could have made it without you guys we love you guys
Let's hear the song from the new album from Hector Anchando, Let Loose Those Chains, right here on Pacific Street Blues. <laughs> 